A Brooklyn crew drinking Brooklyn brews in a Brooklyn podcast for you. All right, cut, lads. I think we've got it. Hi, guys. Hey, Maddie. How are we doing? Well, I haven't had water today, so I just started drinking some, and uh, that was because I stood up earlier, by earlier I mean five minutes ago, and almost fainted, so. Solid. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, everyone else doing okay? Doing good. <sighs> All right. I'm just trying to be a little bit sassier. <laughs> <laughs> We were doing a photo shoot for Zach's headshots, and some guy was sitting on the sidewalk, and he's like, Be sassier! We want some more sass! So, <laughs> it was incredible. It was great. Did, Did you, you politely tell him that you're from the Midwest? We politely told him to fuck off! Just I politely kidding. showed yeah. him my hips. Swing! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got all four of us back today. You got Blair? Hey, guys. Jacob? Hello. <laughs> Zach. Hip swing. <laughs> and I'm Maddie. And, uh, yeah. We are the podcast that has made a discovery, Maddie. Oh, we've made a discovery? Mm-hmm. What's that? Somewhere deep in the backcountry woods of Kentucky, there lies a small town where two mighty rivers converge. That town, Melbourne, Kentucky, is home to the legendary zip code four two zero six nine, and so we pay our respects today to because you, we are Melbourne, Kentucky teenage boys. Exactly. In a similar discovery, we've discovered that France is thirty five percent of our listenership. So shout out to you, the country of France, and specifically you, Jean Luc. Jean Luc, our boy. Jean Luc, what's up? I feel like uh, Brad Pitt in Inglourious Bastards, where I'm going to the theater and I'm supposed to be playing like an Italian movie producer, and I'm just going to go Bongiorno. Good, good. Yes, we say Bongiorno to the... Bongiorno. (laughs) Bongiorno. To our French uh, listeners, and uh, how do you say thank you? Je ne sais quoi. Merci. Merci. Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. Merci. How did I not know that? My mom says that almost every day. Is your mom the all of our French listeners? My, my mom is our 35% French okay. listener. Well, we've cracked She's like hacking a VPN. Yeah. My mom is just that brilliant. Uh, today we are drinking a beer from Grim Brewing. I'm really enjoying just getting our beers delivered to us. Jacob, tell us about the beer. Yeah, so uh, this is actually a pretty cool story. Um, founded in 2013 by Joe and Lauren Grimm. They basically started out as uh, students in Providence, where they met in 2005. And then they... I assume they never said if they married or not. They have the same last name, unless that's not actually their last name. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Okay. Yeah, we'll assume they married and they're just happy forever. And uh, then they were studying um, various subjects and then they went to Belgium for a bit 
to perform music. Wow. Um, that sounds so cool. And then that's where they were like, hey, Belgian Ale's pretty neat. Um, so when they got back, they started to try actual like several beers to understand the differences in taste mm-hmm. between so like to get a good um grasp on that and then when they they moved to chicago to um do more art stuff basically i won't <laughs> bore you with the details and then they helped make then at that point they were making beers um for the uh galleries Oh, cool! So that was their art. That was uh, that was yeah, super popular. So they're like, "Hey, you could really, you know, you could make money doing this." And they're like, "No way!" What? So whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Wait, were they not making money doing it when serving <laughs> beer to the galleries? Because if so, those they're galleries were doing something right. <laughs> um, their eyes just cartoonishly turned into money signs. So they started Grim Brewery in 2013, and they, in their words, were nomadic as a brewery for five years. So they were making all their beer in their own kitchens. Jeez. And uh, they stopped, I assume, in 2018, got their own place. Um, so they've been established for about eight years now, seven, eight years. Okay. I've heard of them before, but I've never had anything from them. They write killer fairy tales. They do write killer fairy tales. I don't know if those are the same people. Um, anything specific about this beer? Do you know what it's called? I don't know. Tralala. I'm sorry. Also, the Tralala. 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 They've got their beer menu on Untapped, so I mean, it is a farmhouse ale and uh, their description as follows our newest coupage coupage is a bière de miel uh, brewed with <laughs> New York buckwheat honey and blended with select barrels of aged sour beer from our barrel library we brewed this Belgian farmhouse style beer in honor of bees in the trap our honey triple and second beer that we ever brewed as nomadic brewers back in 2013. Tralala is both thirst quenching and complex with balanced acidity and delicate buckwheat honey fen- fennels. What does the phrase bees in the trap mean? Bees in the trap. Bees yeah. in the trap. I've heard the song. That doesn't answer the question what the phrase bees in the trap well, means. Well, it's pretty self-explanatory. Bees are in a trap. What? Um, do you think a barrel library uses the Dewey Decimal System? Uh, they have to. Don't all libraries? I think a barrel library uses bookshelves to store their barrels. A barrel. So, you've got a normal bookshelf, like the ones behind Maddie, mm-hmm. that store a barrel. One bookshelf per barrel. Huh. Cool. Yeah, most of your sunk cost is in bookshelf construction. <laughs> you could use the old barrels. But then, where will we put the beer? That's it's... a great question. I, that's why I don't own a business, Jacob. <laughs> we keep our, ba- uh, our beer in a tub in the corner. <laughs> it's the only place we can store it now. It's in the bathtub. <laughs> There's just like an old guy in there, like... <laughs> He's sponging his back. <laughs> All right, Zach, you want to go pour some? That's how we get the extra flavor. 
The variety in farmhouse ales, because it's a category of beer, comes from the hard truth of what farming life used to be like. There are traditionally summer beers in France and Belgium that were made in winter and drunk throughout crop planting, maintenance, and harvest. Beers were given to seasonal workers who tended the crops or the saisonniers in French. I probably butchered that pronunciation. Um, so it wasn't made with top shelf ingredients people sought out. It was made with natural yeast and the leftover crops that didn't make it to market the previous year. The more you know, the more you Coles. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Coles. And Untapped. I wish. If Untapped sponsored us, I followed their Instagram. Did they follow us back? Uh, no. But I'm going to tag them in this episode because we talked about them. Blair, do you want to see the bottle? Oh, wow. So this is like a real legit kind of bottle. Yeah. It doesn't look like a beer it's bottle. It's beautiful. That's pretty cool, actually. And you can I'm tell... I'm a big fan of this already. Yeah. Whatever trap these bees are in, they look very human. I think... That you're right. For those playing at home, we're drinking out of fancy wine glasses because... These are big bottles, and um, what we is wanted to. fancy wine glass? What is fancy wine glass? It's the Jeopardy answer. Oh. Um, can I get a, a description of the coloration of the beer, which we generally don't do, but maybe you should start doing? Yeah. I think that's kind of a thing that beer reviewers do. They go, "Oh, it's got a nice color," or "Oh." It doesn't have a nice color. Uh, this is a nice uh, golden yellow. And this cup is black. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, it's... It's kind of a honey color. It is. If you will. That was unexpected. <laughs> Your face said it all. <laughs> well, when I was reading it, it said it was a sour. But it's a very... It's a farmhouse ale, Maddie. Oh, I know. I'm so wrong. It is that's stored in one of their uh, sour, sour barrels. beer barrels. On so their sour beer barrel bookshelf. Hint, it's probably got hints mm. of sour beer in it. It does. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. What do we think? There is a flavor in there, and I know it from the spice rack, and I cannot place it, but I'm <laughs> going to. When? I don't know, but it almost tastes a little bit cinnamony at the end. Yeah, a little bit. I wanted to say paprika, but I knew that was wrong. It's like a less hard-hitting sour. Say this tastes uh, like a less prominent mead. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Hmm. I can agree with that. I can concur. It's it's sort of bottled like a mead, too. It is. The only mead I've had, I think, is the mead... Have I had? I think I've had Nolan's mead. I don't remember. That shit was potent. And the mead at the board game night (laughs) that they would bring. No one's mead. No one brought that to New Year's, and my god. Yeah. (laughs) Greetings, Brooklyners. It's Maddie and Jacob interrupting your daily broadcast. Weekly broadcast? Your weekly hangout session with us, the Brooklyn Crew. To give you the rundown on our rating scale. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of feedback with that. Turns out, um... People don't understand it, because 
makes sense. We took for granted that you guys have been listening <laughs> since the beginning. Uh, so if you guys Google a Lickner? Likert scale. Likert? Likert scale. If you guys Google a Likert scale, you're going to get a Wikipedia article about the psychology of a 1 to 7 rating system. It's a little bit more intuitive in our uh, nerdy opinions. Right, Maddie? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so we rate the beers on a scale of 1 to 7. 1 to 2 is awful. 2 to 3 is bad. 3 to 4 is subpar. 4 to 5 is good. 5 to 6 is great. And 6 to 7 is fantastic. So hypothetically, if you were to crack open a beer and say, hey, this is a beer and I'm drinking it. I don't really hate it. I don't really love it. That would be a 4. Anything above a 4 is good. Anything below a 4 is bad. And on 4 is perfectly neutral towards it. Which is why you don't hear a lot of just straight 4s. And why you don't hear a lot of 2s or 1s. Because generally we drink a lot of really good beers. Yeah. Um, there you have it. There you have it. That's it. That's all you gotta know. Thanks, Jacob. Thanks, Maddie. Alright, first impressions? It's pleasant. Wouldn't go out of my way for it. It's got a lot of flavor, but not in the direction that I was expecting it to be. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think, Jacob, your meaty description is a good descriptor. Maybe it's got a hint of honey and something like cinnamon at the end. I don't know quite what it is. Um, Fennel? But it's sharp. Fennel? I don't think. What is fennel? It's like a grassy... Um, <coughs> spice. It, it wasn't in, in the description. It's a grassy spice, like leftover grass clippings from their lawn. Yeah, on their property. Yep. Does the beer actually have kind of a spicy finish? It's not spicy. It's not hoppy either, though. Because I remember, so for example, M forty three. Has it's kind of spicy, like you get a, a like a bit of a hint no, of like, spice M- at the at the finish. It's much more, um, yeah. It's not M forty three. It's not like that at all. Okay. It's more of a sour finish than anything. I think. I don't think that. So either. is it like tart? No, not at all. I think it's, it's the weakest part of the beer. The sour. That I the don't finish. like the aftertaste. Okay. You get from it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a. Zach? Yeah, it's really... It's different from every beer we've tasted so far. Yeah. Like, vastly different. A lot of beers taste relatively similar to one another. I think I'd give it a 4.7. Okay, I was going to go with a 4.8. Nice. I enjoy the first taste. It's it's definitely not what I expected, but... Certainly. Um... Can I see the bottle? Mm Mm-hmm. I would call your scores precise and accurate. Thank you. This beer meal is brewed with buckwheat honey from Nature's Way Farm in the Finger Lakes and fermented with a mixed culture of farmhouse ale yeast and... Okay. Uh, Breda... Bredanomyces. Right. To add the perfect touch of complexity, we blended this young beer with select barrels of aged sour ale from our barrel library. Yeah. That makes sense that we're getting a meaty flavor, though, because isn't mead based off of honey? Like sure. it's fermented honey base rather oh, okay. than that would uh, make yeast sense. based. Uh, Nolan, please mail in as to the um, 
details of need creation. We've got your we've got a need for your need. So during knowledge. <laughs> I feel like this first taste scoring is very different from our first taste scoring of when we did like that trifecta beer triathlon. Mm-hmm. Um, Bière de Miel it means honey beer because in oh. I enjoy like this is it's a strong flavor mm-hmm. and like it's a flavor that I think is a good flavor and I think there are people who will be like oh this beer is fantastic yeah it's just not the fav- flavor that any of us were expecting. And so that probably weighs against it a little bit with that score. Breda nomaces is a non-spore-forming genus of yeast in the family. I'm not even going to try that. And is often colloquially referred to as Brett. The genus name, it doesn't matter. Are you looking at the higher classification? I'm looking at the family it's a part of. Yeah, sacro... Please. My gadishi. Sacromycetishi, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you got it. I got it. You got it. I'm a scientist. What does the Bretonomyces taste like? Um, Good question. Known for its barnyard, fecal, horsey, metallic, (laughs) or band-aid flavors, Bretonomyces continue to be unwelcome in many breweries and most wineries. However... It also produces high levels of fruity esters that are desirable in some styles like Saison, Lambic, and American Sour beers. And I've I... read the blog before the recipe at least three times on various websites. And I've never heard barnyard, fecal, <laughs> or band-aid used to describe any kind of food whatsoever. I think they, um, I think band-aid actually does the aftertaste kind of well what does a band-aid taste imagine, like why do you know that? And no just it, it just imagine breathing in a band-aid it tastes like a band-aid smells yeah yeah i get okay. that okay all right i got you like that fresh treated plasticky rubber that yeah. It is. yeah yeah So today we are playing Jeopardy, um, but I can't play the song because it's we can't we can't include it. It's copyrighted. Jap anus oh, relations, Trebek. Thank you. So uh, we're gonna play it, but we don't have buzzers to like call in. So each of you are gonna have to come up with a sound that you would like. Uh, for you to say every time you think you know the answer. Yeah, I'll take the ape tit one for 400. That's appetit déjeuner. That's your buzzer? <laughs> don't break the glass. I'm gonna go real hard with it. Please don't break the glass. We only have two left. Wee, 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 wee. It's gotta be glass? me. I broke it. Jacob, I break everything. I'm just gonna say yeet. Like my You're gonna heart. Blair's sound is yeet. What's your sound? I was unsuccessful. Oh, no, Can I change mine? Sure. I'm going to say yip yip. <laughs> okay. Avatar state. Yip yip. Aqua yip yip. Okay. Blair's is yip yip. Zach? Wee wee. No, it's got to be quick. Oh, you're right. You're no, right. Um, Cowabunga is not very quick. But I can hear you start to say. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. Yours has an end to it. His has no end. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we have three categories. We and there are five questions in each category. Like this. Um, first category is history. Oh, good. Second category is beer, and uh-huh. of course, our third category is Daily Mail. Naturally. <laughs> okay. Indubitably. So, um, I don't know. How do you start a game of Jeopardy? Um, I think the person who won the last round, the last game goes first, but, uh... Okay. Trebek just roasts you for, like, 30 minutes, and then the show ends, and they forget to do the the quiz part. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you gotta roast all of us. For 30 minutes. Yeah. Is that not empty? I guess. Let's hear your tight 30, Maddie. You got, you got a nice stand-up bit? I got got nothing. (laughs) She she doesn't have a tight 5, but she has a tight 30. I barely even had questions. (laughs) Then, who wants to go first? Blair is the most recent person to have played a game, I'm guessing. So I'm guessing he's the most recent one to have won. Unless, Jacob, have you played and won a game so far today? No. Okay. Blair, I think it's you. Why do we have sounds if I'm going first? Because You're asking a question first. You have, you have first. to pick the category. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it shows you how much I watch Jeopardy. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go with Daily Mail. For oh. is it two four six eight thousand? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going big numbers. Let's go Daily Mail for a thousand, baby. Daily Mail for a thousand. Good call. Okay. C- wait, just to be clear, if we buzz in and get the wrong answer, we get minus that much, right? Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah, you guys are gonna have to keep track of your own okay, points. Okay, that's fine. I'm gonna have a million points at the so end. So these Daily Mail articles are the titles, and you have to guess the person that they're about. Okay. And no Googling. Okay. Blair, I need to see your face at all times. How am I going to keep score if I can't? If oh, I can't yeah, that's true. Write it down that's so true. That's true. Okay, I'm not okay. going to cheat, I promise. Okay. I am. I don't care that much. <laughs> I do. Daily Mail for 1,000. Who said, I want sex all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Who is Zach Mikowski? <laughs> Incorrect. Negative 1,000 points. No. It's, 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 a, it's a celebrity. Uh, yep, it's a celebrity. Yip, yip. Pierce Brosnan. Uh, incorrect. Negative 1,000. Uh, Damn. Cowabunga. <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> Who is uh, Khloe Kardashian? Wow, very close, but it's actually her mother. <laughs> oh, can I get the points? Ooh, Chris, Jenner. Chris Jenner. No. Oh, can I get half points? I mean, we can no. all just start at zero because we all got points. wrong. No, no, they, we all got negative 1,000 points. Okay, I mean... I got negative 500. Oh, no! Did you? I got the family. You Yo, not. you got it wrong. It's you didn't even get their la- the last name right. All right, Blair. Um, yeah, let's go Let's go with uh, history for 1,000. <sighs> history for 1,000. What sports hall, uh, hall of Fame enshrined Abraham Lincoln for having a stellar record of just one loss? Cowabunga. The, uh, Jacob. Wrestling. Correct. <laughs> Did not see that one coming. <laughs> All right. Jacob. Yeah, what's the other one? Beer, wrestling, yep. and Daily, Daily Mail. Mail. <laughs> okay, I gotta go with Daily Mail on this. Uh, Daily Mail for 800. Okay. Uh, where the king kept his jewels. Wait, that's just... That was the title. Who is it about? Uh, wait. 
Did we talk about this already? Yep. yep. Blair? Uh, Philip? Prince Philip? Nope. The same family? No. We don't get to know that information. (laughs) What do you think this is? I think this is a homebrew Jeopardy game. (laughs) You don't get a power up. (laughs) (laughs) Boop, boop, boop. Um, Where the king kept his jewels. Oh, <gasps> um, whoop. <laughs> yeah? LeBron James. No. Dang it! I'm not even gonna try. You're not even gonna try. Well, it's gonna be minus 800 for me. I'm at a solid zero right now. <laughs> no, you're at, oh, you are. Fine. The answer is Elvis. Oh, uh, yes. uh, that makes a lot of sense. Dang it! I guess the wrong right, king. Jacob. Uh, yeah, okay, fine. I gotta switch it up. Let's go beer for a uh, thousand. Okay, beer for one thousand. The first brewers were all what? <laughs> yep, yep. Yes, Blair? German. No. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Men. No. <laughs> How much How was that bunga? for? Jacob? Women? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Damn. <laughs> How much was I that was for? close. <laughs> <laughs> that was 1,000. Dang it, I'm at negative 2,800. <laughs> I'm right there with you, buddy. <laughs> Jacob, are you in the positive right now? I am at 1,000. All right, Jacob. Um... Wow, that was a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go history for 800. Which founding father had a house which was discovered to have about 1,200 bone pieces from about 10 human skeletons? (sighs) Wow. Blair? Thomas Jefferson. That was going to be my guess. (laughs) No. Why is that so funny? (laughs) Because you're like... (laughs) 3,000 in the hole. <laughs> Wait, what was that one worth? Was that 800? 800. Dang. Usually yes, you work your way up. up. You guys are doing the complete opposite of Jeopardy. Whoop. I think, Zach. but I know what our problem has been. Who is John Hancock? Wrong. <sighs> Man, okay, so I've got we down? 42 to choose. 43 <laughs> yeah. to choose 3,600. That was I for 800, right? I thought this was right? going to be a lot easier than I'm sorry, Natty. Which founding father has a hundred bones in their basement from ten different people? Cowabunga! How do we know that? Um, I'm going to guess George Washington. No. Okay. The answer is Ben Franklin. That bitch. (laughs) All right. Fine. Okay. All right. Jacob. All right. Yeah, because no one. (laughs) Um. Uh. Uh, history for 200. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Low stakes. In, in USSR, <laughs> what does the letter R stand for? Oh, Calabunga. Jacob. Um, Republic? Yes. Okay, cool. I had to think about that. What? I'm sorry, what is Republic? Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Throw the rule book at him. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I want these points. What is Republic? I think Blair gets the points there. He didn't say Simon Says. You can take 200, Blair. Heck yeah. Hold up. Oh, he's 3,600 <laughs> in the hole. He's Dude, not 
call these the Cowards 200. <laughs> hey, Jacob. Uh, can I take beer for 200? Beer for 200. Yes, you can. I just Oh, what does IBU yes, stand for? Cal Oh. Uh, okay. Blair. I wait, what was <laughs> Can I go Cowabunga? What does IBU stand for? Uh, uh, International Bitterness Unit? Yes, it is. I was really thinking International Butane Unit, and I knew it was wrong. All right, Blair. Um, what's left on the board, please? Okay, so we have history for 400 and, and 600. Beer for... 800, 600, and 400, and Daily Mail for uh, 800, 600, and, or sorry, 600, 400, and 200. Uh, let's see Daily Mail for 600, please. Daily Mail for 600. All dressed up and nowhere to go. Whoop. Zach? What happened with the Oscars? What? It's a person. Oh, it's one person. Yes. Whoop. Zach. <laughs> Who is Lady Gaga? Incorrect. Let's just, what's that, 600? Mm-hmm. All dressed up and nowhere to go. All dressed up and nowhere to go. I think this is the hardest category. Is this, is it obvious? No, it's just... Think about the people that are on Daily Mail, and it's the royal family is not in this. Give <laughs> Kylie Jenner. Man, just tossing out hints after I give my guesses. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, yes, you got it no, right. No, no, we gotta throw the rule book at him. Uh, Kalabunga, who is Kylie Jenner? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you both I'm get points. points. You can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> you both get points. Blair. Your question. Uh, Daily Mail 400, please. Mm, Daily Mail 400. This is my category. I can feel it. A sizzling shot. So it's blank sizzling shot. Zach. Who is Kylie Jenner? That was the last one. No. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Blank sizzling shot? Sizzling. We're going down 400 Somebody's anyway. sizzling We literally shot. talked about this, and I know it's one of the sisters. Woo! You can't guess again. Can I not? No. Dang it. Yep, yep. That means it's Chloe. Who is Chloe Kardashian? Incorrect! I mean, Courtney. Oh, uh, no, it's, um... It's not Kim. Did, who did we guess? Chloe Kardashian and who else? Kylie. Oh, well, that was... It's Courtney then, right? Is that one of the Kardashians? Uh, Kawabunga. Yeah. Who is Kim Kardashian? You would be correct. Okay. It is Kim uh, K and her sizzling ass shot. Just kidding. Uh, it's not her ass. It's it's just you know their nude fronts. Right. Naturally. Yeah. As one does. All right, uh, Jacob. You got four hundred from that. Okay. What uh, is your next one? Um. What do I have left? You've got history for 400 and 600, okay. beer for 800, 600, and 400, okay. and Daily Mail for 200. Uh, history for the lowest amount, 400? 
400. 400, yeah. What health problems bothered Elvis Presley throughout his lifetime, which eventually related to his death? Ooh. Zach? What is being too good at music? That is incorrect. <laughs> Dang it. Yep, yep. Yes, Blair? What is heart failure? <laughs> no. Was that 400? Yeah. Uh, Kawabanga? <laughs> yeah. What is drug addiction? No, it's constipation. (laughs) Okay, no, I feel like, let's back this one up real quick. Being too good at music, it's kind of like you've got all of that beautiful beautiful music stuck up inside of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say we give it to him. I think we do, too. All right, we'll give it to him. He's constipated with lyrics. Up to negative 4,200 now. Let's go. All right, Jacob? Um, oh, I didn't get it. Nope. So wouldn't... Yeah, I oh, did. I you were the last, last one. one. Uh, we're not counting um, me as getting it with being too good at music. You can take it, but he's still gonna... Can uh, I take uh, history for 600? Which U.S. president served the shortest term of about two months Whoop. because of dying from a simple cold? William Henry Harrison. Yes, Who sir. is William Henry Harrison? Yep, you got it. Nice. Okay, history is done. We've got beer on the board. 600 and 400 left, and Daily Mail for 200. I'm really good at Daily Mail, so hit me up with that Daily Mail for 200, no 400. 200, sorry, 200. 200. Okay, so this title was Tats Megan's New Man. Who? Yes, Blair. Who is Megan Fox? Okay. Uh, who is the Who man. is Megan's new man? Cowabunga. Oh, what? So Megan's in it. You got. You're gonna get points. Wait, but, what? He's gonna get points yeah, for no. Megan Fox being the Megan? Because There's a lot of Megans out no, there. No, it, it's it's. I will I will concede this this one was confusing because there basically are two people with like within mm. this. So that makes sense. Tad's Megan's new man was originally talking about her new man, but Megan Fox will get you points. So I guess who is Megan's new man? Kawabunga. Yes, Jacob. Who is Machine Gun Kelly? You would be correct. Man, I'm really glad you got your Kawabunga before my whoop, because I was guessing Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> was that 200? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So all we have left is beer for 600 and 400. Oh, and. Uh, the final Jeopardy. Eight hundred. Uh, I didn't make a final Jeopardy. Sorry. How am I gonna pull out the hot dub? Okay, I'll, I'll make negative four thousand. I'll make up a final Jeopardy. I'm in question. negative forty four hundred right now, Blair. Um, <laughs> beer for two hundred, four hundred. Okay, beer for, for four hundred. So we have four hundred, six hundred, eight hundred okay. left. Beer for four hundred. This one's a fun one. Okay. Who is a famous character from Peter Pan, but also known for brewing the first beer in New Zealand? It was made from uh, molasses embittered with spruce, which was probably Manuka leaves. Yeah? Captain Hook. Yes, sir. He made it to prevent scurvy for his crew. Not a woman. Because the first brewers were women. Yeah. And I did not know that. How much was that for? Four hundred. Uh, four hundred. So we have eight hundred and six left. Uh, eight hundred and six hundred left in beer. Blair, I think that ties us up at negative four k. I'm at minus thirty two hundred. I'm in. Mm, then eight hundred for beer. 
Beer was not considered an alcoholic beverage until what year? Ooh. Yep, yep. Yes, Blair? What is... 1929? No. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> yes, sir? When is... 1734? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, How are we supposed to know that? That was a higher question. <laughs> yeah, that's... I'm not even going to try that one. What is 1921? Oh, Blair, you were so close! God. Damn it! I knew it. I should have known that because it wasn't it the 21st Amendment passing. All right, and all that's left is 600. What is zithology? Whoop! Yep. It's this. What is? Wait, your question said what is in it. So your question should just be zephology. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm not. In which point my answer is: What is the study of airification, like carbonizing beer, carbonification? No. You You gave it the old college try. What is the study of brewing? I'll give it to you. It's the study of beer. Woo! 3.6? Yeah, 600. I didn't come up with, like, a final one because I wasn't expecting to do this until tomorrow night, uh, but I'm I'm finding one right now. Oh, Good okay. call. What's the category? Would we do, um, like to do, uh, design in the meantime? Oh, yeah, we can do design. So I see a green thing and a um kind of a, a what color. What's the color of grapefruit? Like fuchsia. Maddie, you're my expert here. Uh, like an orangey color. <laughs> okay, so you're not my expert. <laughs> um, Salmon. Yeah, let's go. Let's go with that. Yeah, let's go with grapefruit color. Uh, we have a. a uh, it says Grimm, G-R-I-M-M, and then you've got kind of a cursive font of Tra-La-La, and that's sort of uh, mingled in with some flowers, and potentially, are those bees? They're like kind of like people-shaped, but they're also black and yellow, like bees. Yeah. Um, and those people are sort of dancing or something among the flowers, and that's all set on a white label. Then we've got a little history and background with more bee people and a barcode with ingredients. Yep. Um, yeah, so I like this one. I think part of it's the bottle, which is a little unique. Um, it's more of a wine bottle than a beer bottle, some, some sort of hybrid of the two, which is kind of cool. And I don't know if that's an unfair uh, point in favor of this one because I don't know. I guess it probably it, it's up to them how they're bottling their things. So to choose to do this is, I guess, uh, bravo. Hats off to you. Um, and so to Grim Bruin and your tralala, I will give you a five point five. Thank you. Five point five. All right, Zach. 
It doesn't look like a wine or a beer bottle. It definitely, when you first pulled them out of the fridge, I was like, oh, those are cute mini wine bottles in my head. Um, they're like bottled significantly. They look like shrunken down wine bottles. Um, the label also very much like I would expect this more on a wine bottle than on a beer bottle. Uh, I think it's gorgeous. I love the feel of the label. It's got that, like, it's not like a stuck-on label feel. It's got the, uh, shoot, what's it called? The, like, when you can feel a difference. Uh, it's like a weight to a paper. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's got that, that weighted texture. Texture, that's the word I'm looking for. It's got that textured feel. It's tough to see the name. It kind of looks like La La Land a little bit with the La La of Tralala. For the flavor of the beer... I think I'd give it a 5.2. For a wine, I would give it closer to like a, a low 6. And if it were a different beer flavor, I'd probably give it closer to the 4s just because of relation to the beer. But for the flavor of the beer, I'd give it a 5.2. Yeah, I don't really uh, see why the size is too much of an issue. I like it. Um, I wouldn't drink out of it. I don't know. Just feels like it's too big to just straight drink from it. But the label itself is super cool. Um, I like that they have got these little guys in the flowers zipping around, and like they're colored like bees, but they're definitely humanoid shapes. It's really simple. I enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it, this is how I would picture a mead bottle. Yeah. yeah. In this cool little pint and nine fluid ounce glass. I'll give it a six. Alright. It feels like they really wanted this beer to be a mead. I feel classy looking. If I had a drink out of it, I would feel very classy. Um, it's a delicate design. The font is very delicate and it matches um it matches the font, basically. It has the same components of the font in their grim, the title of the brewing. It just feels delicate, fun, well put together. Very much less is more in this situation. The color of the paper is beautiful. It's like an off-white. It's it's an art piece, basically. The bottle is gorgeous, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 6.2. I think people who like mead, like a lot, would love this beer. Mm-hmm. I just don't think we're the target audience for this beer. Yeah. So I think for our final Jeopardy, you guys are going to have to come up with your best title for a Daily Mail article. Um, and you're going to judge it? Yeah. Well, I am. I don't know about that. I am. I'm going to know if it's worth the points you give it. Maddie spends more time on Daily Mail than all of us combined. It's true. I'll read you the article and then you come up with the title that would, like, bring you in. Are you reading us uh, the full okay. article? Uh, well, they're really not long because they just don't I, I don't know how Daily content. Mail works. Alright, we're gonna do... Chris Jenner is revealing all about her sex life with toy boy Corey Gamble, 39, in an upcoming episode. 
In the new clip from the show, the 64-year-old momager is filmed having lunch with one of her BFFs, former R-H-O-B-H, Real Housewives of Beverly Beverly Hills. Nice. Faye Resnick. While she confesses that there must be something wrong with her because she's always in the mood for sex. You're such a bad girl, a shocked face 62 responds. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but I don't think it's normal, Chris adds. But Faye hits back, Corey must be the luckiest man in the world. Chris explains that she's turned to her pal to share the news as her daughters Kim, Courtney, Chloe, Kylie, and Kendall always give her a hard time with talking about the subject. She's talking about sex with her children. Yeah, I can see why they give her a hard time. I have a life, and I'm a woman with hormones, so the one person I can always talk to about anything is one of my best friends, Faye, and I know she will always be the one to not judge me. She will be the one to understand, Chris adds. How old is Chris Shadow? 64. Okay. Faye is right. Sex at my age is a beautiful thing, and girls don't understand that I'm actually so lucky to still have these feelings. Um... Chris finishes the chat by saying she wants to go one step further and put her good news on Instagram, saying, I'm fucking, are you? Okay. Yeah, I think that's it. You have 30 seconds to come up with your best title for this news article, this hard-hitting news article, and how many points you would like to How, if we don't have positive points, how many are are we allowed to bet? right now? Um, I am in a solid third at negative 5,400. Oh, jeez. I have minus 3,400. I have 1,600. Hey, nice. Oh, you're in the positive. Nice. All right. So, I don't feel the need to bet anything. (laughs) Well, you're going to have to bet something. I would like to be able to bet then 5,400 plus 1,700. So... 7100 that okay. would be the amount that i would okay. like to be able to at we'll least let bet. you do that we're Perfect. just gonna let him bet beyond his yep okay <laughs> i'm going to bet ten thousand. <laughs> okay all right since we can just name a number <laughs> um can i also bet ten thousand then <laughs> nope you already named your number no yeah i'll bet ten thousand too okay yeah all right your 30 seconds starts now. Do we need some more beer while I'm waiting? Oh, yeah. Let me get some of that. Well, I'm ready. Uh, okay. So, the title is capital M, capital W, capital L, capital F. Chris spills all about the one thing she can't get enough of. Capital M, capital W, capital L, capital F. (laughs) Mom who likes to (laughs) engage in sexual intercourse. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. My mom has to listen to this episode. (laughs) Um. Okay. Chris may be 64, but she certainly doesn't... Um, wait, yeah, Chris, right? Yeah. Yeah, Chris may be 64, but she certainly doesn't act like it until all discussion. Okay. Blair? Jenner? I hardly know her. 
Kardashian queen reveals she can't stop bedrocking LMFAO. <laughs> I think there's one clear winner here. <laughs> wow. LMFAO. Um, yep, Zach got it. Yes! I was really voting for you there, Blair. Zach got it? My money was on you after the LMFAO, Blair. And after the gender, I hardly know her. I'm just going to add 7,100 points to my score. Put it at 1,700. I don't love mead. Oh, okay. I haven't had a lot of mead, but like every time I drink it, I'm like, okay. I really wish I did, because it feels like a thing. Whenever you read books and they're like, oh, no, no, I grabbed a mead. It's just like something that I wish I liked a lot, because it feels like a high fantasy thing to like. Um, so I'd give it like a 4.1. I think the drinkability is high for this for me. Uh, it's super, super easy to drink. It doesn't really have any flavors that kind of slap you in the face. It doesn't. And it's not super sour, so it's not hard to keep drinking it. Um, very easy to sip on. I'm going to go with a 5.8. Okay. I'm coming back to 4.1 is still a good drinkability. Yeah. Yeah. It's over average. Mm-hmm. And once again, if we had someone on this podcast that loved the flavor of this beer, I think all of their scores would be higher for yeah. it. Jacques Uh Yeah, I thought the drinkability was high. Um, I enjoy this way more um, than when I first sip. Um, and I think part of that is expecting the flavor. It's not quite as... Uh, I don't want to say shocking, but unexpected, I guess, at first. Um, it's not a flavor that I seek out, but I could see myself ordering another one of these if I went to make Neely. Um, and I, I mean, I, I have no complaints um, in terms of drinkability. I think this is. So I'm going to go with a 6.2. All right. Mouthfeel? Ginger. Is that it? That's it. I I think I hover still in that it's good. Like it it's tart a little bit. Um which you can feel both during and after you're done drinking it, which if you want something that lingers, it's great. Uh, I'll give it a 4.4. I think the mouthfeel is kind of something I really enjoyed over this entire beer. Um, It's different from a lot of the things we've had before, Mm -hmm. and it has a very complex taste, which I've kind of enjoyed finding out which flavors... I taste every time because I think sometimes it's different and sometimes it's not. I've really, really enjoyed drinking it and I think 
amount feel is going to be pretty high just be because of that sheer fact. Um, I'm going to go with a six even. I really wish that I could rescore some of my old beers because I've been in the last like three or four weeks, a couple weeks that I've been able to drink again. I've really been trying to hone in on the good, great, fantastic mm -hmm. monikers helps. for the different scores. And I think had I done that, I would have had a lot lower scores for some of our first beers that we were drinking. Yeah. Jacob? Yeah, I, uh, I agree with Maddie. Um, I like it. It's, uh, it feels perfectly uh, fine in my mouth. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I like um, beers that aren't too thick, which... Uh, basically means not a stout or a um, porter porter so uh i'll give it a 5.5 all right zach what did you give this 4.62 and that's my final answer alex uh, zach you give this beer a 4.45 <laughs> i'm just gonna go into my hole and cry uh, i give this beer a 5.5 Collectively gave this beer a 5.18. Stop bad. Yeah. I, like, I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. It's got a very different flavor from a lot of other beers. So if you're looking, if you're drinking, like, if you're drinking a growler, or uh, what is it when you have a lineup of beers in front of you? A flight. A flight. That's because the growler, whatever. If you're drinking a flight, this is a beer that I would want on that flight if it's like a variety flight or if I'm introducing someone to like a bunch of different beer types, this is definitely one that I would like on there. It is a great representative of the like honeyed mead-esque mm -hmm. beers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do I have any closing thoughts? Uh, Esther is like two weeks away from delivery. And so this shout out goes to you, Esther. Uh, good luck. And I'm very glad you're my <laughs> sister-in-law. To the island nation of France wherever you are on this planet. 35% of my heart says thank you. <laughs> and to the manly nation of Nolan, wink. Ooh, sexual. Um, in closing, for myself, because mm -hmm. I am going to go to dinner, uh, I gave the... Uh, my, my score was a 5.5, so I didn't remember that. And, uh, yeah, hope everybody had a nice Memorial Day weekend. Have a great week, guys. Love you. Bye. So grab a pipe, my friend. Let's hope this night won't end. We'll share around and watch the beer go down in Cozy Bro.